BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways, shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Welcome to Unexplained Extra, with me, Richard McLean-Smith, where for the weeks in between episodes, we look at stories and ideas that for one reason or other, didn't make it into the previous show. The last week's episode, The Wandering, focused on the peculiar story of forestry worker Robert Taylor, who in 1979 claimed to have been attacked by a mysterious machine while out walking through Deckment Woods, just outside Livingston in Scotland. For many, Taylor's story is compelling because it's simply unfathomable that such a modest and taciturn man would go to the trouble of making such a bizarre story up. Certainly, most people connected with the case, from the police to Taylor's colleagues and family, found Taylor to be very sincere in what he believed had happened to him, concluding that a hallucination brought on by a medical condition was the most likely explanation. Much of the belief in Taylor's integrity is due to his status as a veteran of the Second World War, during which he was one of the first people to witness the horrors of the Bergen-Belsen concentration camp after it had been liberated. Making a very brief appearance in the episode was Heinrich Himmler, who as Reichsführer of the Schutzstaffel, or SS, the paramilitary organisation of the German Reich, was ultimately responsible for running the camp. Himmler has long been a source of fascination for historians, sociologists and psychologists alike as one of the leading members of the National Socialist German Workers' Party, commonly referred to as the Nazi Party. This fascination stems mostly from the not unreasonable perception of Himmler as a distinctly callous, depraved and brutal individual. It was Himmler, after all, who in 1941 made the agreement with Adolf Hitler that they should annihilate all Jews. And just for those who are unsure of the history, then very much proceeded to put that agreement into practice. This reputation was compounded by his position as head of the SS, whose members were among the most fervent supporters of Hitler's ideas and policies. But there is another reason that many are fascinated with Himmler, 
namely his and the Nazi party in general's association with the occult. It is an association that in ways, along with what people often think of when they hear the term Nazi, has clouded one of the fundamental truths about Himmler and the Nazi regime. A lot has been made about the National Socialists' association with the occult, with many fantastical rumours springing up in the wake of their defeat in the Second World War. Some have claimed that Adolf Hitler and his party derived their power from the Spear of Destiny, a legendary Christian relic said to have pierced the side of Jesus Christ. According to legend, whoever possessed the spear held the destiny of the world in their hands. Others have claimed that Hitler in fact got his power from Vril, a mythical substance created by a race of subterranean people that was said to have magical healing properties. Some believe that Hitler was simply possessed by a demon. Though these rumours may be a little far-fetched, there is some truth to the occult connection, namely through the National Socialist Party's association with the Thule Society and a number of other secret societies that explored extreme belief systems in conjunction with the wider Volkish movement, an ethno-nationalist movement of the late 19th and early 20th century that sought to define true Germans as something racially pure and distinct from others. The Order of the New Templars, or ONT, was one such organisation. Founded in 1907 by Lance von Liebenfell, the ONT were the first to adopt the use of a swastika as a symbol of white supremacy, with its teachings based on an ideological system known broadly as Ariosophy, which was developed by Liebenfell and another occultist named Guido von Liszt. The belief system was based largely around the concept of an Aryan race comprised of only white people, who they considered to be not only biologically distinct from all others, but also magically superior to any other race on earth. Many of Liebenfels and Liszt's ideas were later incorporated into the Thule Society, members of which would go on to establish the German Workers' Party, that in turn would be reorganised by Adolf Hitler in 1933 into the National Socialist German Workers' Party. Above all of them, however, there was one racist that would prove especially influential. Karl Maria Villegut was born in Austria in 1866. At 17, he was conscripted into the Austria-Hungary army, from where he began a lengthy and fairly distinguished career as a soldier. But it was for his bizarre beliefs that he would really make his mark. At some point, Villegut became convinced that he was not only descended from an ancient line of wise Germanic kings, but that as a clairvoyant, he had the power to access their ancient ancestral memories. In 1919, he was encouraged by Lanz von Liebenfell of the ONT to share his beliefs, and Villegut did not disappoint him. According to Villegut, the true history of Germany began in 228,000 BCE, in a time where there were three suns in the sky and giants, dwarfs and other mythical creatures roaming the land. 
Villigut's own bloodline supposedly began in 78,000 BCE and was instrumental in the formation of an apparent ancient religion which portrayed the true people of Germany as he saw them, as a superior race of beings whose ultimate destiny was to become the dominant race on earth. And Villigut, as a direct descendant of the ancient kings of this race of people, was the perfect man to get them there. Over the next few years, as Villigut's delusions intensified, he became increasingly erratic and violent toward his wife, Malvin. In 1924, she succeeded in having him committed to a psychiatric asylum, where he was diagnosed with possible schizophrenia and declared insane. Throughout his four-year stint in hospital, however, Villigut continued to correspond with his newfound supporters in the ONT, and by the time of his release in 1927, had developed a reputation as a bona fide, mystical, Germanic sage. In 1933, after leaving his wife and moving to Munich, shortly after Adolf Hitler and his National Socialists secured complete control of the German Reich, he was introduced to Heinrich Himmler. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Sign up today and start communicating in less than 48 hours. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. You can also log into your account anytime to send a message to your counsellor. BetterHelp is not a crisis line, nor self-help. It is professional counselling done securely online with a broad range of expertise available. And with BetterHelp's commitment to facilitating great therapeutic matches, they make it especially easy and free to change counsellors to help you find the right fit. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and unexplained listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash unexplained. That's betterhelp.com forward slash unexplained. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Instantly impressed by Villigut's apparent knowledge of ancient Germanic traditions and religions, Himmler appointed him, under the name Karl Maria Weistor, as the head of the Department for Pre- and Early History, based in the Race and Settlement main office, a department whose sole function was to vet members of the SS to make sure they were, as they saw it, sufficiently racially pure. Himmler regularly sought Villigut's advice in a variety of matters, even helping to pick out Favelsberg Castle in the northeast of what was then the province of Westphalia as the ideal location for the SS's countryside headquarters. According to Nicholas Goodrich Clark in his 1985 book The Occult Roots of Nazism, Villigut had foreseen that the castle would become a magical German stronghold in the future conflict between Europe and Asia. Villigut encouraged others in the SS to adopt his so-called Erminist faith and officiated at pagan wedding ceremonies for numerous SS officers and was also entrusted with designing the SS Totenkopfring or Death's Head Ring that was bestowed on members of the SS by Heinrich Himmler himself. However, 
that is more or less where Villegas and perhaps any meaningful association between the occult and the National Socialists ends. After the truth of Villegas' psychological diagnosis came to light in 1938, the following year, Himmler had him quietly retired from the SS to avoid any embarrassment. Though its influence is to be found elsewhere, most prominently in the party's iconography, such as their use of the swastika and the SS logo itself, which was taken from a runic symbol created by Guido von Liszt, as well as in a series of alleged parapsychological experiments conducted on behalf of the German military, which I may explore another time. Broadly, its hold over the party was minimal and largely superficial. In fact, in 1941, Hitler ordered his staff to clean up this astrology rubbish, as he put it, after his deputy, Rudolf Hess, a known advocate of astrology and the occult, flew to Scotland in an effort to single-handedly broker a peace with Great Britain. As a result, Hitler had his head of propaganda, Joseph Goebbels, pass a law known as Action Hess, banning any occult organisations from giving public performances in an effort to crack down on their influence. There is little doubt that those like Heinrich Himmler and Adolf Hitler believed in their racial superiority. As for whether they genuinely believed it had been magically bestowed upon them is another question. Perhaps more likely, all the stories of destiny and racial purity were merely the perfect metaphors with which to embolden their supporters in their efforts to remodel the world and their image. Either way, it is easy to see why the apparent link with Hitler's Germany and the occult is so compelling. As Peter Staudenmeier wrote in a 2017 article for Aeon magazine, a fixation on diabolical forces can distract attention from the social forces that shape reality. Attributing the horrors of Nazi Germany to obscure occult sources is all too often a convenient way of absolving ourselves from the hard work of understanding the past. In a similar vein, I personally prefer to avoid using the term Nazi when applied to the era of the National Socialist German Workers' Party. The term Nazi was never actually used by the National Socialists to refer to themselves, but was in fact coined as a pejorative term by opponents of the party as a play on the phrase National Socialist and the abbreviation of the name Ignatius that was often used colloquially to mean a foolish or clumsy person. Just for clarity, I have absolutely no problem with coining a pejorative term to use for the party and its affiliates. However, I prefer not to use it in this context, simply because I believe it detracts from one harsh and fundamental truth. The term Nazi, when applied to people such as Heinrich Himmler and Adolf Hitler, is often done in a way that positions them as something of such monstrous, unfathomable evil, they become almost something other than human, something that is all too easily dismissed as a momentary aberration in the history of humankind. In effect, to use the term Nazi in this context runs the risk of forgetting these people and their supporters were very much human beings. This is complicated further when applied to people and regimes in the present day. 
There are, of course, those who will proudly declare themselves Nazis. However, for those who would be appalled at the idea of being associated with the label, even if they found themselves supporting people and policies that might not seem out of place in Hitler's Germany, I believe they might struggle to recognise the severity of what they were doing, for the simple reason that, because we have learned to understand the Nazis as something so impossibly monstrous, virtually nobody could possibly believe that they themselves might be one. If you enjoy Unexplained and would like to help support us, you can now do so via Patreon. To receive access to ad-free episodes, just go to patreon.com forward slash unexplainedpod to sign up. Or if you'd like to make a one-time donation, you can go to unexplainedpodcast.com forward slash support. All donations, no matter how large or small, are greatly appreciated. Unexplained, the book and audiobook, featuring 10 stories that have never before been covered on the show, is now available to buy worldwide. You can purchase through Amazon, Barnes & Noble and Waterstones, among other bookstores. All elements of Unexplained, including the show's music, are produced by me, Richard McLean Smith. Please subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to podcasts, and feel free to get in touch with any thoughts or ideas regarding the stories you've heard on the show. Perhaps you have an explanation of your own you'd like to share. You can reach us online at unexplainedpodcast.com or Twitter at unexplainedpod and Facebook at facebook.com forward slash unexplainedpodcast. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Do you have a digital mindset? Check out Season 3 of This is Digital. Season 3 of This is Digital goes behind the scenes to reveal how digital trends show up in everyday decisions and actions, including driving profitable growth in enterprise software and how the new sports fan experience can drive revenue. Featuring guests like Chris D'Agostino of Databricks and Scott Crable of Tama Bravo. Check out the latest and greatest on Season 3 of This is Digital and learn more at westmonroe.com.